Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 263rd episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast, where Sandy and I do not have a topic e- even yet. Like, gonna, you mean like just right now, it. right now? Just right now, right now. We're just going to wing it. So, all right, let me, let, me, let me take a shot at this. Okay. How big is your <laughs> bed? Is it's it a, a queen? It's a, a queen. It's a queen. I want a king, but it's a queen. Do you wish that you just got the king when you did? Um. Well, we didn't. So this this is Lena's old bed which was a queen, obviously, I guess. Um, and so we we did not purchase a new bed when we moved into this place. Now, I can tell you this. Getting a queen upstairs to this place was very difficult. Um, we have a weird stairwell, a staircase. I don't know if you recall, but basically you go up and then you turn 180 degrees and you go up the second half of the, of the flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. And so rounding that corner, going around like that, was what made getting the original bed up so difficult so getting a king upstairs would have been nearly impossible maybe just completely impossible however there is the split king option which is what i think i would have wanted to do and when lena was pregnant um sleeping was just tough because she had to start sleeping on her back exclusively and that is just like kind of it's it's tough like when you can't really move around and stuff so um i wanted to get her a uh, a king I wanted to get a king bed with an adjustable mattress where she'd be able to kind of um, get on a little bit of an incline, and that supposedly would have given her a much better um, night of rest. But those issues were mostly within, like, the last half of the first trimester and the second trimester, like, early in the second trimester because of the way her belly was. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, like, if she were to sleep on her side, for example, her, like, the... Her belly would be kind of be just hanging in midair, and she would have needed to like prop pillows and other and other things underneath her to make it a little bit more comfortable, which would have been a bit tough. And so her back was the primary um, sleep position, but getting that little incline would have given it would have made it, I think, a little bit more comfortable um, overall. All that to say, no, we just have a queen. At some point in the future, I would like a king. But when I when I initially said that I wanted a king way back in the day, she would always cite how in hotels I'm so far away when there's a king size bed, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but you always complain about that. Like I toss and I like might hit you with my arm or my leg, mm-hmm. or I try to like take your space when you go to the bathroom, and I and I'm not even really aware of it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, if we had a king, that wouldn't be a problem. And she says, you know, it's it's still not worth it because how far away I'd be. So in the future. We're definitely doing a king. Yeah. Just saying. So we bought a queen size mattress from Helix. And I was having a conversation with Earl today at lunch. And he goes, can I just give you a piece of advice? Go with the king immediately. Everyone who has a queen wishes they had a king. And if you're upgrading from a, a full like, don't do the half measure. Just go from a full to a king, especially if that's, like, where you plan on going anyways. Right. And so the conversation that I'm having with Carolyn about it is we, like, we sort of spent um, 
how much did we spend? I think it's, I forget the number, but it would be an extra $600 to increase like our bed frame size, mm -hmm. our mattress and the, the linens and all that. And I'm just wondering if it's like worth it to do that. Right. Um, it might be because it's not too much more in the grand scheme of things. Uh, and I'm also just like literally right now I'm playing around with it in the file that I have for the uh, the apartment. Of right. like, does it make sense to even have a, a bed this size? And it looks like we can totally fit a queen size or a king size bed. Um, but just trying to figure that out. I think in hotels is absolutely right that you know, I also tend to find myself a little bit further away from Carolyn, but I think it's like the nice balance of if you're, you know, if you want to be close, you can be close, but there's like so much more space in a king to like have your own space and just make sure you get the rest that you need. Yeah. Carolyn's definitely part of the school of thought, which is she doesn't like being too far away from me in bed, <laughs> yeah. which is fine, but I know I run really hot. And so, and then I know that she thinks she runs cold, but it feels like her body temperature is just like warm to the touch all the time. Mm. And so, um, to combat that or to address that, you know, we bought a Helix mattress that is, uh, like half memory foam and half spring. Cause everything that's like pure memory foam, just holding a lot of heat. There's nowhere for the heat to go. Yeah. Um, and we bought like the we bought a, a version of it that has like a nice topper on top and like it feels really good. But it's still queen. A queen feels infinitely better than a full, and a lot of the Airbnbs that we stay at are queen size beds. So it's nice for now, but with the amount of money that we're spending on this, like it would feel like a failure of planning if we trade it or got rid of it in three years or two years. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You want that bed to last, right? Certainly this bed, yes. And so maybe it is one of those things where if we get a king, we're never we're not we're more than likely not downgrading to a queen now once we get to a yeah. king. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's and that's... so it's uh just just something that we're thinking about right now. Yeah. So like you you always hear like podcasts and i guess the advertising just works for me because they're like oh you spend this much time in bed and you run, mm -hmm. you want to be comfortable so you should be paying the you know don't don't like skimp on a bed you should definitely be i agree making sure that you're comfortable at night and yeah like i think the i think the advertising works on me but like i think they're right i don't want to be uh i don't want to be unhappy with my bed i want to be like excited to go to bed and very comfortable every night i go to sleep and so um, uh, for the next bed, I'm definitely going to make sure that, you know, it's not it's not just the size of the bed that I want to be happy with, but the comfort level and like the the features that it might have. I don't know if I care to have like a reclining bed or anything like that, other than the fact that or other than the time when Lena was pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess uh, assuming that we decide that we definitely want to have another baby then. That could be the reason alone for why we would we would invest in that option because that 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 part of the time was pretty miserable for her. Yeah, and so it's certainly uh, certainly something to to think about. Uh, yeah, and we're just because the conversation happened uh, today that we're sort of just thinking about it uh, right now and. 
thankfully everything is still in the box and mm-hmm. because it's still in the box uh i we're hoping that uh it's easier to just return and all that but i think what we also have to take into account is uh are the deals the same that's uh, very true yeah and so if the deals are the same then possibly uh i know that when we got the other deal the way it worked was we uh we got a lot of we got really good value on a lot of things and are those deals still available here we had to we just kind of had to find out unsure yeah. as of yet i think she did a good amount of uh research today um that being said i think we're still just trying to like figure it out yeah but if like i she asked me like hey in your head um like how much do you think it's going to cost i go well if we're gonna upgrade from a queen size bed frame mattress all that stuff it's probably going to be about a thousand dollars and she goes well it's only 600 and i was like all right well it's less than what I thought it was going to be, but does that mean that it's something that we should be spending money on right now? Yeah, and exactly. It certainly may be, uh, but also I'm just thinking, I know that I will like it more because I won't want to trade this bed in in two years or three years. Right. And so I think if that is the case, then I would rather uh, just upgrade now than think about like, oh, I wish we upgraded. And uh, I know that a lot of people are, well, the way Earl said it was, everyone will tell you the same thing. They wish they upgraded earlier. So, Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, I guess like if you... If you decide to keep the queen, it's still not the end of the world. You, you're still gonna, still gonna have a place to sleep at night. So no, totally, and I and I did say that I would be very happy with yeah. uh, with this. Um, but there was also just the thought of uh, like how how happy are we gonna be about it? Mm. And I know that I think it would be way more i'd be way more confident in the idea of having a king than a queen yeah but everything is already a uh an upgrade we'll say right so well whatever you decide to do i'm happy for you because because yeah the fact that you're going from a full to a queen like you said it's that you already got the upgrade so yeah yeah so we're already we've already in a sense committed funds to it it's just a matter of figuring out if that is where uh where we want to continue to spend money on i think we're also like Mm -hmm. at the point now where we are trying to make sure that we knock off as many of the things on the list as possible yeah and it i mean i know that a lot of it is not really it's more based in like the emotional side of things but i don't really want to uh 
feel like I'm going backwards. Like I thought we had already uh, settled on this. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. to have to like not relitigate it, but just like think about it again, it's like, oh, I thought yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I You'd already made a decision before. Like it would be annoying to have to or to decide. You know what? This is back on the table now. Right. Exactly. And I so, thought, I mean, I had the same thing when Willian and I were shopping for cars. It's like, are we really, we didn't really explore everything, every single option. Are we going to add another car to the option to like, to, to our, uh, to our list of contenders just because, you know, whatever reason, just like, it's just a whole thing. You don't really want to do it. You got other things exactly. to worry about at this point. Yeah. And so it was just something that, you know, he, he brought it up and it was interesting. So, uh, wondering if it's the right move. And I think we're seriously considering it. I think, you know, we're very excited about this new place. And we want to make sure that once we get there, like, cause I've been measuring everything, uh, everything is in a, in a document. So totally understand like how things will fit and all that. And we're not, we're trying desperately hard to not fall into the trap of a, we didn't measure something. We have no idea oh, if it's going to fit. All that stuff, right? Yeah. And so, definitely not trying to find ourselves in that. Um, so we are. Uh, we're still we're still doing a good job of it. I think that the mattress, the sheets, the duvet, like it's all a massive step up from what we have right now. So that'll be good. And maybe the king is a little too early, but. If it's only six hundred dollars, then like, part of me is just like, let's just let it ride. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, I mean, that's today's thought. We uh, what would we have so far? We have a sectional. We have the table, the six chairs. We have my working sort of uh, my standing desk. Uh, I think the only things that were really uh that are left: media console, lamps like floor lamps and night tables or uh, sort of side tables uh, and tables, whatever they're called Um, (laughs) rugs. We want a rug for the family at the living room area. And we want a rug underneath the dining table, just like visually create a sense of like separation. Um, I, I just got rid of my PlayStation today. Uh, I kept, I kept, so here's the thing. I sold it. There's like games on it and whatnot, but I'm sure they'll like, do a full reset or whatever um i didn't even like and i probably should have but i was just too lazy i didn't like boot it once more and like re- uh like factory reset it yeah i'm sure they'll do it um and i just figured it's under the the tape it's under my bed it's collecting dust and i'd rather just have it out of here um and our friend harry said that the trade-in value was a hundred dollars and it was a hundred dollars when she quoted to me she gave me a hundred dollar best buy gift card that does not expire so there's always a world where if it doesn't expire do i just throw it immediately to the new router that i'm thinking uh, of getting from there uh i thought you want to say to the ps5 but nah i mean it's (laughs) it's whatever because the ps5 doesn't come out until end of year next year yeah yeah it's a long time it's a long time and and i can afford that like at face so it's not a big deal Cause you're um, rich, baby. Because I'm rich. Uh, <laughs> I got that rich James money. <laughs> but uh, I and if anything, I just get the Xbox first, obviously. Right, right, right. Um, so there's a uh, 
there's all that to think about, but it makes the move easier. I want to get rid of stuff. I'm not trying to accumulate stuff right now. And, I mean, the last time I was playing anything is like barely playing with you guys. Um, and I'm not trying to introduce another platform for us to take into account. That's very fair. Um, yeah, I... I so speaking of the next generation of console, I got to say, I have no idea what I'm going to get. Yeah. The the easy answer is the Xbox, right? I mean, I don't, there's no reason for me to go to the PlayStation except for the fact that there are certain games there. But as we find ourselves, are we, as we find ourselves in a world where cross platform seems to be coming at least um, the norm, I could just like feasibly stay on the PC for the foreseeable future and get a certain console if it turns out that a game that I want to play is exclusive, which at least for this generation of consoles, Sony's been really good with those exclusives. Right. Um, the, I mean, the, the thought process I have is like a lot of these games that are coming out. I also don't know what the PlayStation 5's like backwards compatibility will be. Mm, that's true. I know that Xbox has made it a very big priority. Right. But it's also coming out now that like backwards compatibility is a big uh, limiting factor for a lot of studios because you're like, well, it's almost like when you develop products and it's like, oh, well, it has to work on like IE6. And it's like, oh, I don't know if people like, you know, the, the most basic level IE, I think right now that people are maintaining is like maybe seven or eight or even nine. Yeah, so like when yeah. you say backwards compatible, like does this have to work on the Xbox 360? And like, how do you play? So what they're what they're referring to, what they're referring to mostly, what developers are concerned about is the fact that, um, like Microsoft would want to say, they want they want studios to develop, say, Cyberpunk. Let's 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 say, um, I'm trying to think of a real game that's coming out in in, in like twenty twenty two. Let's just say like if it's, um, the next Call of Duty, right, or like the next next Call mm-hmm. of Duty. Um, or really, let's just use let's just use Xbox 360 and Xbox One as the example. When Titanfall came out, it came out on both 360 and Xbox One. And I think what certain studios are concerned about, potentially, I guess, is that they wouldn't really want to have to dedicate time or even consider the limitations of like the 360 when it comes to developing Titanfall too. They Titanfall, they just want to focus on the Xbox One because it has, you know, this amount of RAM and and this certain this this you know this uh, processing power. So when they developed Destiny, there were certain limit there were certain limitations that existed on the Xbox One that seemed to only really exist because the game had to f- had to function on the PS3 and um, Xbox 360. But I don't think there should be any problem with like, let's say um, let's say they're going to develop a game that's on the Xbox One only, and um, the new Xbox happens to be coming out like a week later. I don't think there should be any problem with that game running on the new Xbox. But I could be wrong about that. Yeah. So, we will see. Yeah. We will see. Um, But right now, the thing that I am prioritizing is getting this stuff out of the house. Yeah. So, yeah. I was happy to get rid of it. Um, It was something I did in between lunch and meeting up with somebody for coffee. They just popped in there for 20 minutes, and thankfully they had a lot of people working in the customer service uh, desk, and then just sold it. 
I yeah. traded in. They were like, have you even played this thing? And I go, <laughs> really? Yeah, because I have like the original like plastic wrapping um, on all that stuff. And yeah. I was like, yeah, all the original cables are in there uh, for all, like in the original bags that they come out of. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I, I keep all that. I, I still have that stuff for my, my – uh, wait, no, I just recently – I just recently got rid of my Xbox One box, but I had all that stuff – um just i keep all that just stuff. recently yeah i keep all that stuff so that when i'm moving it like it makes it so much easier and yeah. it's less stressful to like how am i what am i gonna do like get all the bubble wrap in the world and all that stuff like no like this stuff comes in with the cardboard like things in the box and i might as well just use that yeah exactly so um what else can i tell you about uh we I'm at the point right now where we have – so the internet is done. The I just got uh, the utilities done so that the last day of service at my old apartment is the 1st of February and the new place will start on the 1st of February. Okay. Uh, I think well, we have also booked a moving service. So mostly it's coming down to packing right now. Uh, not too many more services. We already have our renter's insurance in place. Uh and that'll kick in on the first. So I don't think there's a lot of like services left. I think there's just a lot of odds and ends that need to happen. And so actually what I'm about to do after this is just put the game on and probably pack. I was about to ask that actually, if you were watching the game, yeah, just build burst style. Uh, I haven't watched it yet today. I don't even know what the score oh, is. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, Kansas city's up. I think it was 17 to 21 going into halftime. Really? I could be off on that score, but yeah. Wow. I think it's I think that's what it was, seventeen twenty one. Nice. Um do you have work on MLK? I do not technically have work tomorrow, but there's some things that I need to get done, so I will be doing a bit of work tomorrow. I'm okay. also taking Lena and Gordon to the airport because they're going to Florida for, for the week. And when is that? Uh I think we're leaving the I think we're leaving the house at around like three, three thirty tomorrow. Okay. And so um, yeah, you know, it's like an hour and a half journey, round trip. Yeah, maybe a little bit more actually. Um, we are, we. Uh, I don't have work. Uh, Carolyn does, so I am actually going to go see with Earl tomorrow. Bad Boys Three in IMAX. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, nice. I might try and do a double feature of like going to see 1917 beforehand. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna. Wor- I'm still gonna work. I think Carolyn is waking up at five o'clock to hit a six o'clock yoga class. So I'll probably wake up at the same time. Mm. Um, just get the workouts in, treat it like a normal thing. Yeah. Get some get some work done, some packing in, and then uh, just go see a movie or two, and then just come back and continue. I mean that's fun. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Earl said that Uncut Gems was not worth it to see in the movie theater which is interesting hmm. i really want to see that movie uh he said like yeah. it's the best acting you've seen by him ever but the entire movie is so on edge and you're so stressed out that like he goes oh i go i kind of like that yeah yeah, yeah. but no, I'm, I'm with you yeah so we'll uh we'll see about that i do know that i i need to see uh 1917 at least in movie theaters Right. Like, that is not a movie I want to see, like, on my phone or, <laughs> you know, like, on a TV. So, 
watching that on your phone would be hilarious to me. Right. Because it's like, well, it's like watching it like the best thing about Dunkirk was seeing it in IMAX. I saw it on I saw it from the back uh, or in, in a plane on the back of a plane seat. I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, I bet because it just it wasn't you didn't get the audio aspect of it, no, I think. No. I mean that's you 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 already know that that and I think it's your favorite part too. The the best part about IMAX is the sound. Yes. It's so good. And like yeah. you, if you ever go to a theater like I mean, like, I, I love movie theater sound in general, so it doesn't have to be IMAX. I don't get to go to IMAX that often because the closest one isn't, isn't like, it's not my local theater, so I don't really go right. to IMAX all that often. Is it the waterfront? Um, yeah, it is, actually. And I forgot that they had IMAX, but yeah, they, that, that is my nearest IMAX. And if you ever go to, like, a normal theater and something's off with the speaker, it just completely ruins the whole experience. I'm like, man, I should just leave. I want my money back. Right. Right. And thankfully, I live very close to like the only IMAX theater, one of the only two IMAX theaters in town. Like that blows the, my mind. That yeah. that's just shocking to me. So the other one I think is in Times Square. Uh, mm. I think I'm not even sure. I just know that the uh, the one in Lincoln Center is like true IMAX. It's not IMAX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you know, like when you walk in, it's a regular movie theater, and they say IMAX, like this is wrong. Because right. when you walk in an IMAX theater, it should be like this is arena city like seating. Yeah, and that's not what you get like that. I don't believe at least the Riverfront is like that. I, I don't. I think they're the IMAX. Yeah. Um, I've I've have you seen movies that are like the 4D movies? The, I uh, don't. Yeah, the, uh, the 4D I, movies. They tried that out in Union Square here. It's the idea that you're sitting in a narrow. It almost feels like a narrower area. Um, and the screen is almost flush to the walls, but yeah. they project onto the side walls into the roof. So it looks oh. like it's almost like the screen is bleeding off. And so you actually see things on like either side, but yeah. it's like, it's not cool. You know, it's like, can you just fucking put everything on screen? It's almost like the like old man view of like, if it's a movie, it should be in widescreen. I need to see the black bars. I need to see all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yada, yada. It's almost like. I don't like 4K stuff because everything looks like a soap opera. Or not 4K. Uh, what's it called? Um, it, the the smooth, like it's not exactly it's like yeah the higher the higher refresh rate. Yeah, it's like this looks like it's real life. It doesn't feel like a movie. I'm like, I'm not. I don't know. So yeah, yeah. yeah I'm with. You. I'm very much with you on that. Um, I still haven't upgraded to a 4K TV. I mean, I did buy one, and I ended up having to take it back because it, I couldn't mount it. Did I tell you, did I talk about that on the podcast? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think you did. Okay. Okay. Um and so that's I'm sorry, that's very disappointing. I know that watching stuff in 4K has been a real game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got I do have a 4K monitor right now. I got the uh <laughs> I have audacity going on that monitor. But it's there. Seeing for like the it's not just and it's I've been watching a lot of uh Linus Tech Tips. He does like a lot uh-huh. of um, it's it's not just like him, not Linus, but it's a group of people. They do a lot of reviews on on um, just higher end tech stuff, like like PC gaming side of things, as well as monitors and whatnot. And when we talked about it before, I think, or at least I've mentioned this to other people, it's kind of crazy the technology of panels there are for monitors and TVs, where you can buy a 4K TV for like 
you can buy like a 50 inch 4k tv for under 300 dollars and you can also buy a 50 inch 4k tv for like three thousand dollars like the yeah it's crazy how large of a difference there is however when you're coming from the tv that i have in my living room any one of those is an upgrade and so it's really just a matter of yeah. how how much of an upgrade do you really want or can you really afford i'm really not one of the type of people when it comes to um i guess tvs and modern, i guess not just like stuff in general i tend to not buy the the highest of high end because that's not in my budget like i can't really afford that um but I'm going to be more than happy with whatever the upgrade ends up being. And I can definitely say that the 4K monitor that I got wasn't necessarily a cheap one. And the upgrade was very mm-hmm. much worth it. The uh, I definitely don't buy the top of the line stuff. Because again, I, it's also out of my uh, price range. And so what After I've been doing... You just said you were rich earlier, man. Yeah, but you know, rich, <laughs> spending my money on the right things. Well, that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think what I, I mean, like, cause the stuff, honestly, dude, all right, well, let me be real with you. <laughs> when I went to Best Buy and I was looking at the Dolby Vision, uh, like the Atmos, Atmos, like Dolby Vision TVs or the Magnolia TVs, mm. TVs that like feel like they're a little bit more like the old like box top sets, but yeah. they're like $5,000 cause the sound is unparalleled and like the colors unparalleled. And this is like the models where they put the TV in their own like room, their own viewing room. Yep. You're like, yikes. I, I want, I want this whole, I want a lot. The TV that I bought, uh, I did a lot of research into this. Um, it's a Sony 55 inch 4k TV. And I decided after not only me going to the store, but also bringing Carol into the store and just having her to almost do like a blind test of like, what kind of, what kind of TVs do you like? Like the picture. And we both found out that we like Sony, uh, 4k TVs over Samsung 4k TVs. Okay. The reason being the way they treat light and color is very different because their strategy for the product is very different. Sony wants natural light. Sony will tend to have their things be uh, bluer uh, and make things feel like it's more like sort of naturally lit. Um, Samsung jacks it up, uh, jacks up the orange and makes him feel more synthetically like h you know so like the hdr of all that stuff yeah, is like synthetic yeah. and like computer generated and some people like that some people and it all comes down to uh personal preference and another thing that was a limiting factor for me was i needed a 55 inch tv where the stand was in the middle because i don't have a media <sighs> console currently that can support a 55 inch tv if the legs are on opposite sides yeah, that'll change in the future when I have a very long media console, which is something that I've always wanted. Those also end up being the cheaper TVs, I think, from from based on based on a couple of videos that I was watching. I think those are the cheaper stands, or at least just one way that they could save money, basically. Yeah, possibly. Um, I am not ready to wall mount a TV. Uh, I think the amount of work that it would take to hide all the cables is not something that I'm willing to do quite yet. Mm. And like cable management and route uh, and cable like running, uh, the running of all the cables and managing all that stuff will be something that I really take into account and focus on in this new place. I know I said it 
last time here, but I'm also just taking it to the next level and I've just learned a lot more about cable management because there is nothing that stresses me out more than cables running every which way and nothing feels cleaner and more sophisticated and just honestly much more grown up than like things that are like put away in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Cable management's great. Uh, I don't definitely don't have the greatest cable management in the world. Definitely got to be, I want to be more conscientious about that in the future. I, when we first moved into this place, I, I was like, okay, this is the stuff that I want to do. Let me just get it. Like you got it. Basically my, I was like, oh, I'll fix it after the fact. You will never fix it after the fact. You got to go in ready to do it the first time you set it up. Cause once it's working, it's like, you're just kind of thinking, well, it's working. Like it's good. I don't really need it. Let me, I got other things to do with my time. And, uh, before you know, it's just like, it's a mess and it stays a mess or just tucked behind your entertainment console. Right. And right now you have an entertainment console that I think has like doors or something so that it, uh, like blocks stuff. Uh, mine is like open all the way through. And mine is open all the way through, but I need something. I need doors or something because of Gordon. I've been talking about that lately. Um, I actually just bought a, um, what you call it? A little, um, a cord or whatever to attach to the back of the TV so that, um, Gordon can't. He can't um, like pull the TV down on top of himself, but there's still a lot of other things that are exposed. Like we have those little glass shelves on ours and it's open all the way through and those are easily like knocked over because of the way they're kind of mounted in there. So. How do you plan on like protecting, like uh, baby proofing yourself? (laughs) I, I guess trial and error for some things, to be honest, it, it's hard to know what he's going to be trying to get to mm-hmm. until he start like until he actually starts getting to stuff, and that's going to be kind of that's kind of scary. But yeah, um, sure. There's like the obvious stuff. It's just I got to get rid of wires. Can't have any of those things showing. We don't really have mm-hmm. many sharp corners, so I don't really have to worry about that too much. But I got to get little um, uh, cabinet locks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that he can't get into he can't get into the uh, the kitchen cabinets the the um, under the this the sinks in the in the bathrooms still also have chemicals and things like that there so uh, we already have gates from a friend so I just got to put those up as soon as he starts getting a bit more mobile okay. so like there are things I've been thinking about um, and I finally just like got certain things like this weekend. And I'm hoping that just by make, taking that first step, I can kind of be a little bit more mindful and think about stuff because the the big one, the big project was really going to be to mount that TV and get rid of that entertainment console altogether and put things into closed shelves where he wouldn't be able to get into. And that idea failed. But this, the stand that we have right now won't cut it. That's not going to be any good because as soon as he's able to prop himself up on the glass, he'll A, start messing with like the Xbox and, and um, the... Um, uh, the entertainment system, so you can like shut that off, change change um, the input devices and whatnot. But also, I'm really worried. Like, I just started thinking about this when we were at store today. Like, he and I was the glass where some of these are resting, and if he just like tugs a little bit, the glass is gonna fall. It's gonna come out of its little slot. And it's gonna fall down. Mm. So I don't, I don't want that happening. So I got to get a new stand, which I wasn't planning on doing. I didn't think about that before. Yeah. I mean, doesn't it just seem like one thing just begets another thing? It really does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
So, tell you what, Gordon's got a bank account. He's got a savings account that that we've been that we've been putting money into. Yeah, I'm about to start pulling. I'm about to start pulling money from there <laughs> for oh this stuff. Oh my god! Right, Gordon, do you have a, this, you have this, a college account fault. for him? No, not like a, not a designated college account or anything. But right now, it's just like it's just stuff that that like it's it's like future daycare money, things that we need to buy for him. Um, that it's just like it's gonna come from quote his 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 wallet. We also have an account um that comes from like gifts that people have given him so like baby shower money and things like that that we didn't like put that into our own account it's it stayed separate for him since that was the intention that the people had i don't we didn't want to be like buying like i don't know kitchen cleaner or whatever with that with that money so we just wanted to make sure it was like specific and and that that way we could like trace back and say, okay, this is what this is what we purchased with the money that you gave us. Yeah, totally. Um, it's uh, I mean, it just seems like there's so many like little projects that you want to create for things, and mm-hmm. how do you go about uh just making sure that a they get done, but b like even with the way that you were mounting the TV to be like that you can get it done. Outside yeah. of like starting it and finishing it, but like, is this something that you can even do? Um, and so with this move, one of the things we've been doing is like, we've been prioritizing things. So it's like, all right, some things we know we need to have day one. Other things we know that if we don't have it the first weekend, we're okay. We can get in there. We can feel out the space a little bit and then get a better sense of how things are like fitting and all that stuff after we move in. Right. So it's just, you know. How long does it take for everything to be f- to feel like you've moved in? And in my mind, it's probably like I want to – I kind of – and this is not really based in any sort of reality or, or anything. But I also – I almost want to get it done within the month or at least before I go to Tokyo. Okay. There's going to be things that are going to be like, oh, in a month or two, I want to get this. I want to get that. And that's totally okay. Uh, like – one of the things is uh, shelves. I wanna, I wanna really take into uh, or go into sort of thinking about building shelves onto walls, so like floating shelves or shelving uh, units yep. or whatever. I don't w- like having bookcases out. I think that looks really like old school. I like floating shelves, floating shelves where you can almost put like LED strip lights on them, figure out a clean way to like hide those or what have you. But uh, it would be nice to have floating shelves like display certain things. Um, But those are like totally things that I understand are not like day one things, if that makes sense. No, that very much makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's uh, that's that's how it is right now, and you know we're we're a lot of things like I said are done, but a lot of things still have to get done, and uh, we're getting there. Yeah, well that's exciting, man. Yeah, like I said before, I'm really excited for the move. Uh, I'm really excited for like the upgrade. You know, it's not like it's not a move of um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not like you you you're not moving because you have to or for like work or something, you know. It, it it is like you know you guys are moving in together and at the same time you're upgrading you're upgrading everything so that the place is comfortable for for the two of you so definitely excited for you guys and excited to come visit too yeah absolutely it'll be uh it'll be really nice to 
to host and to have like way more space i know the last time you came here like some people were sitting on the bed and some people were sitting over in chairs and like <laughs> it just uh it made it hard to to host a lot of people and i know that's something that we really want to to do yeah all right all right we'll get out of here then yeah let's do it all right well i'm reza i'm sandy thanks so much for listening we'll see you guys next week Thank you.